Welcome to the Michelob Ultra Golf Show with Jeff Kopak on 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. That's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! The Golf Show is presented to you by Michelob Ultra. Also brought to you in part by Fargo Park District Public Golf Courses, Barnesville Grocery, Moorhead Parks, Forest Hills Golf Course, and Wildflower Golf. Here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that? Now, let's head to the first tee. This guy's pretty good. And here's your host, Jeff Kolpak. Welcome, one and all, to the golf show. This is Jeff Kolpak. Later in the show, we're going to do a look at the cutting edge of golf in a bit with Sanford's Power Academy. And uh, Seth Hepner is going to join us. It's, uh, I'm just curious to see what that faction of the industry and where it's going. But we're going to start, first of all, and I'm all multimedia this week, and so is my next guest, Larry Murphy, because today, Saturday, we're going with our second day of coverage on WDY Extra on the Red River Amateur from 12 to 5, and not only that, Sunday from 12 to 5. And one of the guys in the booth, one of the two, he's going to join Greg McCullough, is Larry Murphy. Good morning, Larry. How are you? Uh, good morning, Jeff. Thanks for having me on, and I'm doing great. Hope you are, too. Yeah, well, you know, we have one thing in common, and I'm sure most people don't know, but our fathers were sports editors back in the day. I know your father was the Pioneer Press, right, in St. Paul? That's correct. Yep, yeah. my father at the Forum in Fargo-Moore, and I'm guessing they're sitting up there wondering, what are, you two, what are, the, what are the kids doing on TV? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can only see my dad up there wondering that, yeah. But I'm sure they're both proud, though. Right. You know, I, I, every, anything and everything I've ever learned in sports came from my dad. So, Well, the Red River Amateur is, is here. It's here this weekend. It's at the Moorhead Country Club. It's uh, It had a riveting finish to it last year with a playoff with Van Holmgren beating his former NDSU teammate Nate DeZeal in a playoff. It was – everything was great except the weather. Do you remember – how was – it was a rainy day. I was sloppy. My antenna didn't work. Everything, everything that could go wrong went wrong. How'd you? Uh, what was it like in, in the booth there, Larry? You were nice and dry. Well, not exactly, because it was a tent, and the wind oh. was from the north, and Dana Mock, with all of his experience at doing these kind of things, mm-hmm. stuck me on the north side of the open tent. Okay. So <laughs> I, I, had, I had my rain gear on, and... Uh, half of my body, which was on the north side, was wet. He was right. high and dry, yes, and he knew what he was doing. I, I was just a, a, a pure rookie at that, and it, it was it was just a lousy day to play golf, let alone televise golf and 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 talk about golf. But you know what? That was the finest last nine holes I think that I've seen in a golf tournament. Hmm. Remember all the birdies, the eagles, right. and everything that was going on, and yeah. and the shots that those guys were hitting was just amazing. It came to the last hole with three or four players involved, and uh, and Van Holmgren eventually won his second championship. But it, w- it was just the best golf I've seen ever, I think. You know, I love what uh, the Moorhead Country Club and Chris Hall and started with Chris Larson is doing with this tournament. It's trying to make it one of the top in the upper Midwest, bringing WDAY and television and its extra and its crew and a cast of thousands that will be out there. I love what we're doing with this. And I think we should pay homage, Larry, to Jim Adelson in that he was – truly on the cutting edge of TV 
and golf and airing that to the public. You spent many years with Jim. Give the listeners a little sense of what Jim Adelson did for broadcasting golf. Well, uh, you know, when I first came here, I met Jim, and then uh, and it went on from there. But the, the first major tournament that I was involved in was the KX Amateur Tournament in 1969 with Jim. I just met him, and from there we went forward. He, you said it right. He's, he was the cutting edge. He was constantly thinking of how we can do it better. Uh, at, at the beginning, we had highlights on Sunday night, um, and and that was a that was a great show. I'll never forget going into the uh, into the studio at KXJB and and into this tight booth and and editing all of the the tape that they had shot at that particular time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that was that was a, an experience in itself, sitting next to Jim and watching how all of it worked. But he he did so much for golf in this area. Your dad did the same thing. Your dad mm-hmm. wrote a lot about golf, and, and he was on the cutting edge as well. But in Jim's case, um, he brought forward uh, golf in a live state. Even though it was taped, it, 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 they advertised it. They, they made the KX Amateur exactly what it is. And, of course, he was a co-founder of the tournament, mm-hmm. along with Jim Worry, the professional at Morehead Country Club prior to me. So, um, you know, anything and everything that had to do with golf in this area, I think, has to go back to your dad and Jim Adelson and uh, and how they promoted golf. And it's gotten to this. Think of this. Fifty nine years. Yeah. Fifty nine years. Wow. Fifty nine years. Yeah. Jim was a was a great promoter of this tournament. He loved every minute of it. And he, in turn, was uh, was a fine player himself. So it was it was a fun experience that sticks with me all my life. Every now and then little things pop up that Jim did that. Mm-hmm. that helped golf in this area in a big way. Right. And I look at the way things have evolved in the technological aspect. We will be doing live, truly live TV today and Sunday with a cast, of, like I said, of thousands. We have, you have you and Greg McCall in the booth. Matt Cook's on the course. Chris Larson is on the course. Dave Schultz was on the course yesterday, and I will be on the course. And We will be following foursomes as they go around, certainly the leaders and we, it's it, it's this is going to be it, it's like a, a a work in progress, man. You got to just go with the flow, don't you? Uh, yeah, you do. You know, and and just think of this now. And you know, we have cameras on on nine holes. Uh, nine holes, well, yeah. You, you reporters uh, on hmm. on the ground, walking with uh, with groups and and reporting from there. So you know, you might call it almost wall to wall coverage on, on yeah. Saturday and today and Sunday. Yeah, the Red River Amateur, as presented by Veracity Storage, is uh, is the tournament, and it, they, it's it's more than a tournament. They have the alley, they have they have the beer gardens up by what hole is that now? Twelve or uh, 11, 11 green, twelve t, right. thirteen green, and fourteen t. Yeah, it's a great place. So they all crisscross back and forth there, and uh, and that brings another special uh, uh, part of this tournament. When they come up the eleventh fairway and they come over the hill and they see that. All of those players get goosebumps. They're, they're, they're watching themselves on the big screen right behind the 11th <laughs> That's right. screen. Larry Murphy is a guest, former head professional at Moore Country Club, now the assistant coach at North Dakota State. You're also, you're, I see you at Edgewood a lot. You're, so, you're not exactly retired, are you? No, I, I, I couldn't do that, I don't think, getting out, getting out of the golf business altogether. I never could have done that. So I'm lucky Steve Kennedy asked me if I'd help him, and I said, let me think about that. Okay, I will. <laughs> about a second. And and then Greg McCullough, the same thing. Greg and I worked together at Moorhead Country Club for ten years, mm. and then and then he uh, went over to Edgewood, and 
And uh, I ask him if he had a place, and he does. So I'm up there a couple of days a week, and uh, and I help Russ Nelson at Village with the junior program. So uh, I, I love what I do. I love golf. It's all I've known all my life. So yeah. Uh, so I, I enjoy it. No, Let's get a sermon is not for me. Let's get a sense of the field here. The defending champion, and we had this in a production meeting. Somebody goes, "Who is the who is a defending champ?" I said, "Van Holbrin. Is he coming back?" Well, no, he's playing professional golf. Um, Andrew Andrew Israelson did very well in this tournament. Uh, is he coming back? No, he's playing professional golf and actually won an uh, event on the Dakotas Tour last week. So he's uh, off to a, a pretty good start in his career. But give us a sense of the field, Larry. Who do you like? Well, you know that, that's really hard to pick. You know we have we have out of the hundred players, the average handicap of the players that are playing is under one. Under one. So think about it. Yeah, we've got. I think we've got a plus five. We have, uh, we have uh, a, a whole bunch of plus handicaps. So, but think about that: a hundred players, and the average handicap is is uh, under one handicap. So, uh, it, you know, it's hard to pick who it is, uh, who's gonna who's mm-hmm. gonna win. We've got Nate Dazeel is now working at Moorhead Country Club, so he's seen the golf course on a regular basis. We've got Nate Adams, another NDSU player that won the Pine to Palm last year. Uh, he's a uh, he's a great player. Almost the entire NDSU team is there got a young man named ian carroll i'm anxious to watch him play uh he's a division two player that that just he comes in with with really big headlines uh and of course uh ian seminich works at morehead country club he's a past pine to palm champion we have champions scattered throughout this the entire field so hard to pick a a, a favorite or who i think might win mm-hmm. uh because there's just so many it'll just it's going to be fun to watch it kind of sort its way out the golf course is in excellent shape. The, the, this whole field is our excellent players, so it's going to be fun to see what the winning score is. I mean, if we get some decent weather, somebody could go really low because it's very scorable. Uh, it's not an easy golf course, but these guys are good. So uh, hard to pick a winner, but I named a couple of names there, so uh, we'll see. Are there a couple holes at the Moore Country Club, Larry, that will, may separate the winner and the runner-up? Is there a couple that kind of stand out and say a birdie here and you're looking pretty good yeah i I think i think so i think you know coming down the last uh holes from from actually uh 12 13 14 15 16 those holes if you can get through there under par and you could uh i on the last day the last nine holes I think you're going to find yourself uh, in the winner's circle. So uh, picking out one hole, I, I think par three, number 14, is, is not an easy golf hole, and it will depend, of course, on the wind, uh, right. you know, today and tomorrow. And then uh, as far as uh, as far as the par three, 16, little tiny short hole, 140 yards, but, uh, but it's surrounded by water. That's a critical hole, and that's perfectly placed in the nine to – to uh, make the, ner- the players a little bit nervous, so those holes right there on the front, the front nine is, is I believe, of course, the easier nine. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna make, if you're gonna make a score, make it on the front nine, and then uh, get, take your birdies where you may on the back nine. Uh, so that stretch uh, of uh, of twelve through uh, sixteen, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be where we're gonna decide the winner. And that stretch was part of a renovation that you, when you were at the course, you oversaw that. And looking at that now, Larry, has it come to fruition? you got to be happy with the way those holes evolved because at one time it was almost a, a, like a sloughy area, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yeah. Uh, Joel Goldstrand did a wonderful job uh, redesigning the course after our, our big flood a few years ago, and 
came in and uh, protected us against future floods and and in the same at the same time made some really great golf holes and and uh, uh, the the design uh, came into being through uh, the holes that I just mentioned mm-hmm. so um, the back nine uh, got three shots harder Jeff you've played yeah and it's just yep. uh, you know we've got two par fives uh, five sixty plus now we've got you know tough par threes and and so um, so what Joel did in the design back then. Uh, was harder, and of course, all the members thought it was too hard at the time. But has it come to fruition? It has. It's a really good championship golf course, and it's in excellent condition. So, we'll see. All right, it's there for the taking. If you play good, and if you aren't playing so good, you just miss it a shot here and there. Uh, you know, your score is going to mount up. So, uh, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch today and tomorrow and see exactly what happens. Larry Murphy is the guest. He will be Nick Faldo on our coverage of the Red River Amateur on WDAY Extra, 12 to 5 p.m., both Saturday and Sunday. So if you're not doing anything, catch us on the Extra channel. This is Jeff Kopak. This is the Golf Show on 740 The Fan, 107.3 FM, coming to you from the Gunnarsson Jewelers Studio. More with Larry right after this. I saw you slam your club in anger and took the grass off its edge. I saw you look at me and wonder if I noticed We are back with Larry Murphy, former head professional at Moorhead Country Club, NDSU assistant, helps out at the pro shop at Edgewood, all things golf. Talking about the Red River Amateur. It's the golf tournament over at the Moorhead Country Club as presented by Verizon Storage, some of the top amateur golfers in the area. It's going to be a great time. If you're not doing anything, especially on Sunday, go out to the Mord Country Club. What would you say, Larry, around the leaders will tee off, uh, what, 10, 11 or so? Maybe mid-afternoon yeah, right. would be perfect time to hit the alley? Right. That, that, that's exactly what will happen. It'll be about between 10 and 11 and, and give them uh, three hours, and they'll be around the alley sometime. And not only that, but you can... You can uh, hang out at the alley and watch a lot of golf in the meantime until the uh, you can watch the leaders come through on 11 and pick them up again as they come through to uh, uh, 14 and 15. So uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great gallery eating, and uh, and if you if you want to come see some good players, we don't we won't have this many great players in this in this area for a long time to come. Right, and there's two actually two tournaments I really recommend. One is of course is the Bobcat North Dakota Open which is the end of August. That's at the Fargo Country Club. That's the one pro event we have in Fargo, and I believe this is the top amateur event in Fargo. WDI Extra televising 12 to 5 on Saturday, Sunday. We televised 12 to 3 on Friday. That's why, according to my uh, my Fargo South math, that's 13 hours of coverage. I mean, I don't know how many communities this size do 13 hours of TV coverage. To me, that's just, of, that's just crazy. It is. It's just the best. I, I'm happy to be a part of it. I'm so happy that I was asked to do that, and, and uh, along with my one of my best friends, Greg McCullough. So yep. we're, we're having fun. We're having fun. And let's not forget mm-hmm. the women's division also. Yes. Yes. And, uh, women's division has uh, players like Emmy, Emily Israelson, who is a, a annual winner of the Birchmont Championship, and is a very fine player in her own right and comes from uh, Andrew Israelson's sister and Bill Israelson and Sarah's daughter. Uh, she's playing. Leah Scar, one of the top players at NDSU, is playing. There are ten women that are playing along. Greta MacArthur uh, is is coming back from college to play. So, and then there's a seniors division also. Right. So uh, there's others to watch, but the women's division will be highly contested amongst the players that we have. 
So that'll be a fun part of it, too. And we want to grow the women's division, too. So we, we want the best women's players out there because uh, it's great to compete. And um, it's great. It's, it's a great tournament, especially for these, go- these college golfers. How important, as an assistant coach at NDSU, and you've seen the college level now for a few years, how important is it to continue those competitive juices and those competitive levels in the summer after the college season? Oh my! Well, you know, I think that's you know, it's it's just as important, if not more important, after the college season because the summer is the time that that the players can go out and compete in state amateurs, state opens, uh, those types of tournaments, uh, uh, and and really improve their game. They have to stay sharp if you're going to play at the level that NDSU plays at, and and you have to keep your level up because everybody's playing. Like for instance, this. This weekend, we have almost the entire NDSU men's team here and some of the ladies' team here playing. Mm-hmm. So they, they stay actually busier tournament-wise in the summertime than they do in the season because we only have five or six tournaments in the season. And and here, you know, they can play almost every week or every other week during the summertime. So got to stay sharp, got to get better, time to work on your game. It's a very important off-season, as you may call it from a college schedule, to play in the summertime. So. Um, all of the players I know of are all playing all the big tournaments all the time. So very important time for them. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever coached a, a team before you w- went on with the NDSU group. I'm sure that, right? Is that your first team that you've coached? It is, yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. And what I've got you, the best teaching me. Yeah, so. yeah what have what, what you learned? How, how cool has it been? Anything surprise you about it? Uh, well, uh, as I said, I've got the best at the head uh, coaching position, teaching, and I'm learning a lot every time I'm around him, Steve Kennedy. And, and you know, any, anything that surprises me is the quality of play at the, at the Division One level that we're at mm-hmm. from tournament to tournament. And also, uh, very proud to say that our team has gotten better and better and better every year. And so uh, just, just the quality of play, the quality of, of, of young men that are playing the game at that level, their dedication, determination, it's really fun for me to watch. I get I buy all into it when I'm helping the coaching part because it's just fun to watch them develop and mature into the types of players they are. As you said, we have Van Holmgren playing professional golf, Andrew Israelson playing professional golf, and watch because we have a couple of players or more on our team. Mm-hmm. They all have aspirations, but we have a couple or more that are going to improve. So and 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 give it a shot to play professional golf. So if you if you can improve as much in the summertime. When, when it's the time to play golf in our part of the country, uh, that will make your game the rest of the way. Because we now play pretty much 12 months out of the season because we can practice indoors. Right. But this is the time to make the hay right now in the summertime. And you've seen the thrill of victory and, well, the agony of defeat by one shot. I mean, yeah. that's uh, I guess that's what you, you put yourself out there in competition. Was that hard for you to handle, one shot? You know, it was. It was. Uh, I had to leave. Uh, for the last round because we had a family funeral okay. that came about and I had to leave for them. So needless to say, I was watching on Golfstat all the way through the whole thing. And, and you know, probably harder to do it the way I did it, but mm-hmm. to be there and to watch how hard these players put their heart on the line and go, go out there and play, that's very difficult. You know, I, I say it this way, Jeff, you, you've been around sports all your life too. I mean, you might as well lose by 15. It would have been easier. Yeah, that's you right. Know? Yeah. But they lose by they lose by one, but boy, I'll tell you, they tried right up to the last putt on the last yep. hole, and 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 had a chance to to win it, and uh, and you know did very well to finish second. But nobody remembers second place, do they? Nope, nope. I don't think, I don't think so. Not that I know so of. We, yeah. we we were we were disappointed, but they're resilient, 
and and what it's done is it's inspired them to to try not to let that happen again. So this next season, we'll have the whole team back this year, plus Jake Scarperud is a commit for mm-hmm. us. So so we're just we're just getting better every year, and and that's that's fun to watch. And and you know you get involved with them, and they're such great young men, and you travel with them. It's it's fun. I'm enjoying every minute of the coaching part. All right, just a couple of minutes left with Larry Murphy. It's Jeff Kopak on the Golf Show at 7:40. The Fan. You had an interesting dynamic at the Red River Amateur last year, Larry. Your grandson was in the heat in the hunt, the last uh, in the last round. He just came up short, and you're in the booth doing analysis with your grandson out there. That had to have been hard. That that was hard, and and of course he had the lead. But he and Nate Dazeal were tied with three holes to go, and uh, you know Matt Matt uh, didn't finish as strong as he wanted to. But he had a chance on 18. He had about a 10 or 12 foot putt to tie Nate and uh, and Van Holmgren. So you can't ask for more than that. I was so proud of him. Mm-hmm. He's such a great player, and he's continuing to be a great player now in his career. And he is um, he's in Michigan right now, working at Bloomfield Hills Country Club in the golf shop, mm-hmm. and going going on through the golf business. So I'm very proud of him. But that was difficult. Let me yeah. tell you, that was. I'm glad I had somebody like Dana next to me to hold me down. <laughs> but. Uh, Mm-hmm. He had a chance to tie on the last hole, so yeah. it was uh, it, w- it was a great experience. And at the same time, you know, I wanted him to win the tournament, of course. So, so, uh, but proud, very proud of him. Proud of him always. He's he's a fine young man, as good as it gets, and a really really good player to this day. So proud of everything he's done. But that's difficult, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Yep. You've got your son playing baseball. You know what it's like, too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You just yeah. Uh, yeah. there's nothing you can do. <laughs> you just you're, you're you know they play the game, and that's why they play the game, and, and you're there to watch it. And not, yeah, and it's to easier to play it. the game, I think. Well, yeah. So so yeah, he he had a great tournament and had a chance up to the last uh, three holes, and then had a chance on the last hole to tie. So yep. can't ask for better more than that. So I'm again, I'll say it again. I'm so proud of him. He's such a fine wonderful young man well rest up your voice young man mr murphy we, we got, I, will, I will we got a lot of we got a lot of analyzing to do so um yeah looking forward to it thanks thanks larry thanks yeah, for joining the show really really looking forward and thanks a lot for having me today yeah, absolutely that's larry murphy this is jeff kopak this is the golf show on 740 the fan coming to you from the gunderson jeweler studio in fargo we're gonna take a break we're gonna hit the cutting edge of golf right around the corner And we are back. This is Jeff Kopak. This is the Golf Show on 740 The Fan, 107.3 FM, 740thefan.com. Thanks again to Larry Murphy for the first half of the show. Again, a reminder, the Red River Amateur be televised on the WDAY Extra Channel, 12 to 3 today, Saturday, and Sunday, 12 to 5. So it's a uh, cutting-edge television production, three days we're doing that out at the Morad Country Club. Speaking of cutting edge, we are transitioning to the cutting, I feel like the cutting edge of golf here because technology, it's a technology-laden world, and um, and why not in golf? So when I saw some notes on the web and looked into it further, the Sanford Power Golf Academy, I was curious. I was curious to see what it's all about. And Seth Hepner, who is, a, what, Seth, a specialist? Is that what you are with the, with the Power Academy? Yeah, that's what they call me. So. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome to the show. Thanks for thanks for being here. What is it? What are we What are we talking about here? What's What's the gist of the of the Golf Power Academy? 
Yeah, so it started down in Sioux Falls with uh, Todd Kolb. Uh, he kind of running his own academy, and then uh, Sanford kind of brought him on and uh, ended up making it part of their their own thing. And so they built this uh, pretty awesome facility down there. Um, it's out of uh, Great Shots. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they put a bunch of bunch of technology in there. They have a bunch of 3D cameras, uh, the force plates. I mean, there's this thing you can't even hide from. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> there's, there's no hide, hiding from that uh, in your golf swing or anything you're doing in there. Um, so they, they built that, and it's all part of uh, the Sanford Power, you know, family. And it's, you know, one of the largest um, academies in the world uh, next to IMG. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's, when, when you go down to Sioux Falls and see what they have down there and, uh, and see that, it's, it's, it's pretty insane. And I know, uh, you know, it's a pretty, pretty big deal to them. And I know Sanford loves, loves having it. And it's, it's basically what uh, Sanford calls, I don't know, in, in other words, kind of describe it, of a prehab like Pre, prehab? Prehab, yeah. Okay. So, like, if you think back to the COVID days, right, and mm-hmm. everyone's kind of kind of looking for something to do, they, they went to golf, and it helped them with, you know, not only, you know, just physically, um, but also, like, mentally in, in, in that way. So um, think about that in, in the health world. You know, it's it's getting you kind of uh, been able to, you know, be able to uh, make sure that your body's in the right place, your mind's in the right place, so you don't have to go um, – See, see Sanford, right? right. Um, keeping you from the hospital. So it's it's Sanford's way of kind of giving back and, and helping the community become a, a better place. And it's our, our way of um, giving back in that sense. And uh, we love it. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's been an honor to uh, join the team. I'm, I've been here now for about a month. And okay. Starting well, you're up, new. Yeah, pretty new here. Yeah. Uh, I've been teaching for a while, but uh, coming back to the, the, the Fargo-Moorhead area, I grew up in Crookston. So um, I'm pretty familiar with the area, but uh, yeah, it's been an honor to to be able to now create a 12 month a year mm-hmm. uh, program where we can, you know, not only just juniors, but uh, you know, get everybody kind of in our facility and and get things rolling. Before we get into the technology part of this, and which is I'm guessing very complicated, what is your background? I see Whisper Rock is in your resume. Yeah, so I grew up in Crookston, uh, Minnesota, and you know, played uh, high school hockey, high school golf. Um, played golf at, at Crookston there too as well. Um, still help out with the golf team. And I decided uh, after college, uh, I was sick of the snow, like I think everybody else is in, in, in this area, and uh, decided that I was going to go move out to Arizona. And I did that, and I caddied for a couple of years. Ended up getting into the uh, the teaching side of things out there, and mm-hmm. did a, uh, I was did a couple different academies and things. Um, so kind of been kind of going back and forth. I was a, I was a snowbird young uh, yeah. and, uh, kind of made my way back. I was out in Chicago for another year, uh, teaching downtown. That was, that was an experience as well. And so just been teaching kind of, uh, I've done, I've, I always say I've done everything in the golf industry besides mow, mow and do the, uh, <laughs> the ground stuff. I'm not a morning person. Uh, four, yeah. four is a little early for that, me. That is early for anybody usually. Yeah. You're a young guy, right? How old are you? I'm 29. You're 29. You're a young guy. How did you get involved in the technology part? How much studying is there? What is the difficulty factor we're talking here? Yeah, it's it's a good question. I mean, there's it's definitely evolved even in in my lifetime. Um, I started go golfing when I was about two or three. Obviously, that wasn't a thing. Even like hardly cameras weren't even a big deal. You know, you had the big camcorder. You know, you're uh, you're taking you know movies at that t- that point in time. It's not as easy to send swing videos to people and things. Mm-hmm. So you're 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 kind of relying on on your coach or whoever's teaching you to to kind of what their eye sees. So even like in the in the, in the video side of things has been huge uh, in that way. And the, and the iPhone's been been a big uh, part of that. And then uh, the 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 launch monitors too, and and as far as learning it, there's kind of a learning curve there. But the more you're around it, and the more you see it, it just kind of becomes second nature. Um, 
But I mean, some of that stuff, I mean, is, is, is unbelievably confusing. They even have like specialists down in Sioux Falls that will read some of the numbers that, I mean, they're trained for it. So, you know, that we're, we're, we're spitting out data for them and then they're taking it back and, and getting their idea behind it. And then, you know, kind of dumbing it down for us, us uh, normal folk to, to kind of be able to figure out. So uh, there's a team in place for us mm-hmm. to help us understand it. Um, but as far as like the numbers go with the, with the launch monitors, the more you're around it, the more time you spend with it, the easier it becomes to understand. And that's kind of where we are as coaches too, where we're just going to help those our students understand what those numbers mean. Because if you sit there and just hit golf ball after golf ball and you're looking at those numbers, you're going to go down a wormhole. You don't want to go down. Yeah. So you moved into space, which is occupied by Osteds. It's a partnership. How did that partnership come come about? So there's kind of been a, uh, a relationship between Osteds and uh, Sanford for a while now. Um, I know down in Sioux Falls, they have a pretty good relationship. I'm pretty sure that's where headquarters are for Osteds. So uh, Ryan Osted, he, he has a relationship with Todd and, and everything else down there. So they kind of came up with an idea of, hey, you know, we want to move into that Fargo market. We already have a power uh, facility up there with Freddie Kolb mm-hmm. in, in the basketball world. Um, let's move a golf one up there, um, you know, thinking it would be an awesome, awesome place to go. And yeah, the Austin's was an awesome um, partnership in that sense, and right. that they just redid a bunch of bays. So we're kind of uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of coexist with them and 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 be an awesome outlet for each other and 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 kind of uh, work work independently together. Seth Hepner is specialist with Stanford Power Golf Academy. This is Jeff Kopak. This is the Golf Show. Is presented by Michelob Ultra, coming to you from the Gunnarsson Jewelers Studio in Fargo. So have you started yet? Yeah, so, okay. so yeah, I, I mean, ju- you just got going. Yep, it's brand new, brand new. I mean, when I got there, there was just uh, kind of the, the skeleton of, of what was going to actually take place. Uh, there was a couple bays, but uh, we had to get the technology in there, working on getting cameras and everything else. They're going to build us a, uh, a, a giant putting green with putt view, which is technology that will show different slopes and different drills that we can use in the back. Um, um, so it's going to be awesome. How many cameras are we talking about here? There'll be about three. Three cameras to... To film one swing. Correct. Again, no hiding from this thing. I mean, there's going to be a, a camera from the from the down the line, uh, face on. Uh, you're going to be able to see like the chest, and then you'll also see a camera from from behind, which is kind of a, a unique view for some. Mm-hmm. But from a teaching standpoint, it shows us a lot. So you take that piece of piece of film, that that, that piece of video. Then you take the player and you sit down and you analyze it with the player. Yeah, exactly. So yep. so uh, you're able to show it on the big screen, like the uh, you'll be hitting into a. a, a essentially like a big screen and there will your video show up up there and you'll be able to draw some lines show you what's kind of taking place i mean again uh there's there's no stone unturned yeah who who's the clientele anybody from what ages what to what do you have pros do you have college players yeah i mean down in sioux falls and out in irvine they do um again mm-hmm. it was brand new up here but yeah i mean our, our our model is is more so towards junior golf um kind of getting that whole deal running um, getting getting kids in there and 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 letting them kind of understand that there's we can do this 12 months a year and we can allow ourselves now into more of of the power world as well with like what is a workout what does a golf workout look like because we have physical therapists we have trainers that we're going to use um, get the kids in there so it's it's more than just hey come in here we're gonna swing a golf club no no, no. Mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna teach you how to work out we're gonna teach you how to move better we're gonna teach you how to swing the golf club better and we're also gonna go out in the golf course and I'm, we're gonna work on your golf game that way. Um, so it's it's a 360 view, um, doing a little a little bit of everything, and uh, 
Yeah, it's it's for everybody. I mean, there's <laughs> we're, we're generally we're generally kids, but uh, anybody, yeah. all ages. Isn't Phil Mickelson a member of Whisper Rock? He is, yeah. Okay. He actually designed one. one he did. Nine. Okay, he, say Phil Mickelson comes to you, and and Phil's really not playing so well right now. He's you know, he peaked out at the PGA, and and we don't need to get into the live stuff. But Phil's kind of struggling, let's say. So Phil calls you, Seth Hepner, up and says, Seth. I'm struggling a little bit. I need some help. I, it's just not feeling right. I'm not hitting the ball cleanly. I'm just not playing well. I need to see you. So you take it from there. What do you do with a guy like Phil Mickelson? Yeah, um, one for that'd be an honor. Um, but <laughs> but second of all, um, I'd, I'd run him through through some assessments and things like that. Uh, I know we've we've kind of come up with our own assessment through through uh, Sanford mm-hmm. and some guys down in uh, Sioux Falls. Um, but I would first. That's the first thing I would do, and I'd kind of. I mean, how more so? More so, have an interview with him. I mean, the first hour. You and sit half, down. You just, just you and him, and what's the problem? Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I mean, at, at golf is at, at that stage. You know, is all feel. Um, you know, technicalities are, are going to be ones that uh, are going to be very, very minimal. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to have to get him to buy into those different things. So. It's going to be more of a uh, of a get to know the person process right away than it is like, hey, let's work on this, let's work on that. It's going to be you know an interview. I mean, it might even take three four hours at that point in time mm-hmm. of, of an assessment of you know what's the movement looks like already, uh, what do you want to see, uh, what are you struggling with, uh, where do you want to go uh, from and basically you break it all down and and get to the nuts and bolts of what's kind of taking place and and who he is and what he wants to do. Yeah, is there generally one flaw that you look for? That what's a what's a common flaw in golfers? Ooh, man, that's a good question. Um, I would I would I would say that one of the biggest flaws would be that everybody thinks they need to move their weight and transfer it into their back foot versus just okay weight transfer. Yeah, it's more yep. pressure shift. And then also the other one is a lot of people like to swing their arms versus letting their body kind of do more of the work. Right, and that's what. You're there for with your technology. We're going to take a break. Seth Hepner is the guest. He's from Sanford Power Golf Academy in Fargo. They operate out of Osted's Golf in, in South Fargo. How do you get, how do how do people get a hold of you? What do, how do they how do you get involved? Yeah. So uh, right now we're actually creating a, a phone line. So uh, bear with us there as far okay. as that goes. Um, but the other way is you can just reach out, reach out to me via email. Uh, it's my name uh, Seth Hepner at SanfordHealth.org. This is Jeff Kopak. We're going to take a break. More of Seth right after this. I saw you slam your club in anger and took the grass off its edge. I saw you look at me and wonder. And we are back. Final segment of the golf show. This is Jeff Kopak from the Gunnarsson Jeweler Studio in downtown Fargo. Seth Hepner is a guest. He's a specialist with the Sanford Power Golf Academy which has recently opened in Fargo. It's the, what'd you call it? The, it's, it is the new wave of things or the, the cutting edge, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, everybody's kind of getting into the technology side of things. But uh, the cool part about what we're going to do up here is, uh, one, it's going to be 12 months a year, right? Yeah, so it's going to be right. round. But then two, the other cool part is we're able to use, like I said, power in, in the sense of getting these kids understanding like how to move better. And I think well, that's one of the things that I, I struggled with growing up. I played hockey and things, but understanding movement and getting these kids, you know, turning turning them into athletes. I mean, that's that's the goal of it all, but also turning them into good individuals as well. So I think it's going to be a, an awesome uh, thing. I'm looking at your website here. What is the full 3D motion capture lab? What is that? 
Yeah, so that's kind of what I touched on earlier. It's it's these cameras that are above, and there's about 10 of them. And it's going to basically turn you into a skeleton in a sense, and you're going to have little dots on your body everywhere. Okay, and I've seen that. I've, I've seen, like, I, I swear I saw Amy Olsen doing something like that somewhere. Yep, she probably was down at the the lab down in, in Sioux Falls. Right. They have that, and uh, again, that's uh, a guy named Aaron Trunt. He, uh, he runs kind of all that and with this uh you know the data, and we can we, we see that stuff, and we're like we kind of understand it, but to them it's you know like it's they they understand it better than we do. Mm-hmm. How do you work with putting? How how does how do you capture putting? You know, I know that that the putt view is is the new thing too. I know Sweet Shots has it too, and and others it's it's becoming a, a thing. How do you deal with that? Yeah, so so putting is is, is cool in that sense, and we can you do it indoors because a lot of times you know it wasn't able to be done indoors, and then. Um, so we're going to have that, that green built by Envyscapes. And, and you know, putting is, you know, as it's technically needs to be sound, it's also a lot of a feel and things and mm-hmm. just getting reps done and understanding that we, what the reps need to look like. So it's, it's from a putting standpoint, it's just, it's just you know, matching, you know, what that person needs in, in the time and being able to work on that. And, again, you know, how, how hard is it going to be in the middle of January to be find a putting green to go work on the short game? So, uh you know, being able to come indoors and and wrap those out, it's it's it'd be a good thing. Do you know if PGA professionals out there use this stuff across the country? Because let's back up to pro golf in general. Nobody ever used to do anything. I mean, there was no, no such thing as getting in shape and and getting stronger off the tee. No Bryson DeChambeau trying to hit it 400 yards. It was just play golf, Ray Floyd, and then go have a couple beers and come back and and play golf again. Then all of a sudden the fitness boom came in and players were literally looking much better and fitter, hitting it longer. And face it, golf is stamina. I mean, try walking four holes at that grind and doing it week after week after week. Now we have this new wave of of, of 3D motion and, and cameras and everything. Is this a thing on the PGA Tour or should it be in your mind? I think it absolutely is. I mean... Just look at Tiger Woods. I mean, he's changed the game in so many ways. Uh, I mean, you could you could and endless things that he's changed the game in. And I think that's just another one that he did. Um, I mean, he came out there looking like you know Greek goddess, right? Like the way he he looked and then the way he moved and mm-hmm. the, and the way he created speed. I mean, he hit the ball you know a hundred yards further than most most other tour players. I mean, that gave him the edge at the time. And I think that's and you also see him now trying to go play the Masters this year. He could hardly. Played, you know, four rounds of golf. He, right. he, he quit at the at the PGA because he couldn't even make it that long. So, again, it is all stamina, and it needs to be movement based. It needs to be, you know, I guess it doesn't need to be, but it helps a lot of people if they can move better. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of athleticism is is people can just understand their bodies better, and and I think it's more than just about golf movement. It's about life movement and like how how are you going to you know ha- not have back pain when you get older. I mean, yeah. you know, how, how often do you go, you get up in the morning and the back is stiff and it's one of those things that, hey, maybe maybe me going get to get better at my golf game or me going to work with the power people on how to move better will help both my golf game but also help me live a healthier life and help me feel better in the morning because how many of us would love to get out of the bed and my back didn't hurt, yeah. right? It's, <laughs> it, would be a, it would be awesome. So uh, I think it's a, it's it's more than just about golf. It's it's about life and, and, and just, you know, being a being a healthier human being. Seth Hepner is the guest. He's a specialist from Stanford Power Golf Academy. It's Jeff Kopak on 740 The Fan. 740thefan.com is where you can find the podcast anytime. Looking at your programs, Tiny Tees, 
junior tour club, middle school tour club, high school tour club, hybrid tour club. What's the hybrid? So hybrid is going to be for the kids that come from out of town. Okay. Uh, there's, there's actually a couple of kids that go to Sioux Falls that are from Minot and other places like Aberdeen. So they're, they're coming in like once every two weeks versus the kids that um, come once every week. Are you going to miss Arizona like in January? Let's be honest here. Yeah, I, you know what the winters are like. Yeah, I know it's that was that was one of the things moving back up here. I'm like, do I really want to do that to myself? <laughs> but I mean, I was in Chicago all of last winter, and so kind of yep. got a taste of it again. But it, it'll 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 I'll take some vacations. Where does the technology go from here? I mean this this isn't this isn't the end all. I mean, do you continue to build on this? Do you continue to build on the education of this? Where are we on the timeline? You think of this kind of a power academy approach to improving your golf game? It's got to be on the on the on the front end, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you look at some of the other other things that are out there, there's TPI, which is a Titles Performance Institute, and they're kind of like the front runners with all of it, and they've kind of set the they kind of set the the, the boundaries or, or or came out running with it. Um, but I think everybody kind of is making their own from that, and 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 again, it's all about how do I, how can I be a better mover? How can I create speed but do it effortlessly? You know, it's it's one of those things. So. I mean, you see, if you watch the PGA or or any golf tournaments nowadays, it's it's those guys that are 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 moving well. They look fit. They're they're doing it right. Um, they're not having injuries. They're able to do it week in and week out. It's less streaky stuff. But then again, you look at the guy like Scotty Scheffler who doesn't move, you know, to the tee, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's it's almost an anomaly. But also, you you got to look at that guy, and he's going to to see those guys too, and he's still working on how can I move better, how can I be a better a golfer, uh, how can I do things more efficiently. It might not all look the same, mm-hmm. but everyone's going to move to the best of their own ability and there's no cookie cutter way to do it. It's all about, you know, finding that person, you know, sitting them down, understanding what they want and, and how they already move and how to make them better. It's all about how you how you swing your own swing, but how do you do how do you make your your swing the best it can be? Do you incorporate weight training with this? Cuz it's the Power Academy, right? Yeah, so it'll eventually it'll kind of look like uh, where where kids will come in, or even adults too. Like I said, it, it's it's for everybody. Um, where you'll come in and and you'll do a golf lesson, uh, maybe for an hour, hour and a half, and mm-hmm. then you'll go over to power and and you'll work on some movement, and, uh, weight training stuff. I mean, uh, golf training has always been you know, thought of you know recently of you know I got to move bands or I'm going to do like you know some body movement stuff and mm-hmm. there, there's more to it than that. There's it's it's a it's an array of things. You know, it's it's some yoga, it's some movement, it's some band work, but it's also let's move some weight. I mean, you got to be able to create some force too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a little bit of everything. There's more to it than just than just like I said the bands and stuff. It's it's going to be a lot of weight training. It's going to be a little bit of that. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's it's going to be enjoyable. Amazing. Uh, thank you, Seth. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. It's been a pleasure. That, that's crazy. Seth Hepner is the specialist at Sanford Power Golf Academy. I grew up in the 80s, folks, so this stuff's all just um, – and I shouldn't be surprised because that's the way the world is. It's it's technology, and it comes fast. Thanks again for Larry Murphy for joining us at the beginning of the show. Again, the Red River Amateur on Saturday and Sunday, live from Moore Country Club. Look for the WDY coverage on WDY Extra. This is Jeff Kolpak. Until next week, hit them straight.